The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, peeps? How we doing? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. <sighs> I'm your host, Josh Hearn. Joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is up, sir? Is that our new opening music? I haven't actually heard it yet because I haven't listened <laughs> yeah. to our episodes yet. It is indeed, actually. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, it's our new uh, our new intro music for 2020. You know what I mean? nice yeah because we got to switch it up every once in a while that's just you know, i'm looking do. at some of this news i'm just trying to find Dude. a few things that hasn't really changed no not a lot i tell you what though like <laughs> holy shit i did come across a story that i found well first we oh, need to, oh. i'm actually wearing what are my you wearing? pod belly shirt right I mean, now I usually ask you what you're wearing, but I mean that's you know before we <laughs> hop on, <laughs> before we I, hop um, on the show. Yeah, I'm wearing my pod belly shirt right now, and I I was moving offices the other day. Yeah, and um I I still have your pod belly shirt. It's all nice and folded, waiting for you. Well, I will so you'll be finally there. get it in March. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll be there in March, so that'll be good. Yeah, so go to podbelly.com and check them out, and there will actually be other podbelly people in kansas city in march as well yeah yeah so jeff adamek yes. from the uh chm podcast the changing hearts and mind podcast which yes. is on podbelly as well is going to be on the same panel we are on at yes. planet comic-con kansas city it's gonna be good It'll be fun. Weekend, yeah. March 20th, 21st, to 22nd. Right now, we are scheduled for 5 p.m. on March 20th. Now, that may still change. I'm not actually supposed to put out the date and time yet. But, <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just come for the weekend. We'll, we'll, you'll, we'll know before then, at least a few weeks before then, when yeah. it exactly we will be. Um. So yeah, you want to come to our paranormal in pop culture panel? Hell yeah! With it's kind of a mouthful, isn't it? You and me. Yeah, baby. Jeff Adamek. Yeah, baby. And Larry Buchanan. Yeah. And as well as I don't know if he's going to be ho- like moderating it yet, or uh-huh. he's going to actually be on the panel. But Sam Culper will be there. F yeah. As part of the panel. It's going to be great. He doesn't know if he wants to moderate it yet or if he wants to be (laughs) up on stage talking about paranormal stuff. You know, I will say, though, like, Sam does such a good job. He asks, like, really good questions and has follow up questions. You know what I mean? As an interviewer would. Like, he does such a fantastic job. You know what he did say, though? You just gave him praise, but he's... Uh, yeah. Well, it's, this isn't a bad thing on him. It's kind of a bad thing on you. Oh, fuck me. Okay, what's up? <laughs> he uh, he messaged in our... Ch- oh, he... T- 
I don't know where he posted. He posted it or texted it somewhere. Yeah. He can hear that noise still. Yeah, no, I get to, uh, yeah, I, I could hear it really bad. So can you hear it right now? I can. Yeah, I can too. It's pissing me off. How the hell do we fix this? Bro, look. What is listen. the answer? Do we buy all new equipment? No. They, that's not the issue. Like, I'm telling you, like, I wish I could show you how simplistic this really fucking is, okay? Like, I wish I could show you. If it's that easy, why can't we fix it? Because, God, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> like, because it's one fucking cable, okay? It is one cable. Now, I'm going to try some new fucking things or whatever, but yeah, as of this point in time, the, the noise is still going to be there. Good God, let's get this guy a new cable. It's not It's not the cable's fault. It might be the cable's fault. I don't know exactly what is, it is going on. The plug or the here. hole? What's that? Is it the plug or the hole? You want to hear something really good? Check this out. What? You don't hear it now, do you? No. But now the good people at home can't hear you. Right. So yeah. So there's that noise again. So, yeah, there's the noise. What's that? Can't blame it on me. Do we have to buy you a new board? No, the board is fine. And, in fact, I actually have two of the exact same uh, board over here. I've switched them up. I've, I've done everything, you know what I mean, like trying to troubleshoot this. Because initially I thought, oh, maybe this is the board. I thought, oh, maybe it's just the channel, the specific channel. Well, you go to another channel, it's the same thing. Um, I've gone to message boards and I've talked to fucking everybody and nobody has a clue what is going on. And I'm like, you know, thanks for nothing, basically. So, I mean, now I've wasted months, uh, just on this noise or whatever. Have you tried a new cable? Yeah, bro. I've, okay. I've tried, um, three different cables at this point. I don't understand, bro. I, I wish I understand. I wish I had more information for you at Is it this the point. Computer? Do you need a new computer? Yes, it might be the computer. In all honesty, it may actually be the computer. Do you need a new sound card in the computer? Because is, no. is it the sound card that's feeding into the? Okay, so let me just go on record here. Let me let me tell you what it is. So channel three is where I have you, okay? And the only reason I have you in channel three is because I'm in channel one for my microphone, right? And then I skip channel two because I don't want to fat finger something and screw something up, right? So I give myself some distance to play with here. So channel three is where I have you. All right. I'm sure the the listeners at home are fucking riveted right now. But anyway, yeah, uh-huh. so anyway, in channel three, I have an XLR. It is a male XLR. Okay, that is input into channel three. It is an XLR that goes then to a 3.5 millimeter, so a headphone jack. Okay, so the headphone jack, you know, basically you plug that into there. So that's how people can hear you that's how people can hear uh the different sound effects and things like that uh that's it so other than that i also have my um that 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 headphone jack is plugged into the computer soundboard no is one cable and on one end of the cable is an xlr so a three-prong xlr yes, I understand okay that. okay and then on the other end of the cable the it's the jack. 
is the 3.5. And, that, and it's plugged into the computer. The, yeah, the headphone jack that's on board the computer. Yes. Correct. So maybe it's that is orifice. It, it may be. It may, <laughs> it may, in fact, be a bad orifice. I don't know. It could be a bad orifice. I don't we know. We needed an orifice expert to come in and take a look at your computer. I thought that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I, you know what we should do? I should bring my whole damn setup. And we well, let sh- Sam take a look at exactly it. Exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, what if Sam took a look at this? Now, of course, by then... I may have this uh, figured out in some way, shape, or form. So what I'm going to have to do, okay, what I'm going to do is I am going to switch this whole setup. So a new cable entirely. Now, we are still going to have to use the 3.5, but I'm going to go 3.5 to quarter-inch headphone, or excuse me, a quarter-inch jack, and then I'm going to plug you into... uh, like five or six or seven or eight or whatever and see if that may help matters in some way shape or form i don't know (laughs) like it's so fucking frustrating my friend it's just ridiculous over here so when you got your degree for radio broadcasting whatever your degree is in exactly did you ever spend any time on the mechanics of it on the mechanics of what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The mechanics or are you of too old? like, is it outdated? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the the shit we used in college is like non-existent anymore. You know what I mean? Like everything is pretty much the same. Like as far as oh, you have an input. Oh, you need to go. You know, you have an output. Oh, you need that to go somewhere. Like it's it's super easy. Like on paper, you know. It's just trying to figure out what the hell. Can you still hear me? I can. I'm just... Do you still hear the noise? Yes. Fuck me. (laughs) All right. Well, never mind. Just damn it. So anyway, we're going to find out what's going on All right, so tell us about the story you found. Oh, bro. Okay. <laughs> Look, not to beat a dead horse, but Epstein may actually be alive here. <laughs> so like, really? Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so. The title of this episode. The, the title here, yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea. Not to beat a dead horse, but Epstein may actually be alive. It says millions of dollars disappeared from Jeffrey Epstein's dormant offshore bank account. Oh, of course it did. Now if wait. it's not Epstein, it's somebody. Right. So judge demands answers from Jeffrey Epstein's estate. After millions of dollars flood into his dormant offshore bank account in the Virgin Islands and then disappear. This adds weight to the, uh, to the supposition that Epstein is alive and in hiding. This is incredibly fishy. Either he's alive or his lawyers are busy stealing. It's some. Um, uh, let's see here. In December 2019, Epstein's estate transferred $15.5 million to the bank. The bank sent 
back 2.6 million, leaving 12.9 million. There was then a withdrawal, nearly all funds before the end of the year, leaving the balance at around 500,000. Judge Herman Purcell said, quote, there is no explanation for it, unquote. The payments. Well, you don't actually think, not yeah. you, but the re- uh, the whoever wrote this. Right, you, right. They don't actually think that Epstein actually was the only one that moved all his money around. Right, of right. Of course so, he had accountants and oh, money people absolutely. that had access to all of these accounts. Absolutely. And then it does say here the payments were listed among uh, everyday bills. Uh, for things like cable payments. <laughs> so, um, Epstein's lawyer said that the transfers were made in error, but Judge Herman Purcell has demanded uh, that the estate provide further details on the accounting irregularities. Now, a transfer made in error to his own bank that's not even operating yet, and, and the bank transferred $2.6 million back like nobody transfers fifteen point five million in error. It, it's it happens, but not often. Well, so you mistakenly put a few zeros too many on 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 some online transfer, or whatever. Like you just get click happy or what? <laughs> like so bizarre. So I I don't even know, man. Like I I have no freaking clue. So yeah, a lot. I don't know. That's just one of the weird things that's still kind of surrounding this um personally like i just don't fucking care like honestly like yeah i honestly like this is gonna sound really really harsh okay (laughs) and maybe it's intended to sound harsh but man like why do we care why do we care if he killed himself or not let's say just hypothetically the man's dead why do we give a shit? I mean, well, he I mean, wasn't exactly like the best guy, right? No, he was kind I of mean, a fuck, no, I, wasn't he? I don't know if there's anybody that's arguing that they wish he was still alive. Okay, then why all the memes, like constantly? Why all the memes all the time and all the little quips? And it is funny, don't get me wrong, but it's like, oh, by the way, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Well... Okay. I guess there's a big difference between him killing himself and somebody having the power to kill him where he was. So who would who would have the power? Is this another on the uh, Clinton Any kill list? Of political people. Right. Is this a number like that needs to be ticked up to the Clinton kill list that we did? I many would. An, so many I an would. Ago. So I. I think one. That's obvious, but it, I do agree that it could possibly um, be made to look that it's obviously them yeah. to cover up who actually did it. I mean, do I think the Clintons actually kill people? No. Do right. they have their hands in things that end up killing people? Do they have the pull to have somebody killed? Absolutely. Yeah. Would they use that power? Probably. Did they do it this time? Who knows? But somebody sure wanted to 
if it wasn't the Clintons, whoever did do it right. did a great job making it look like everybody in the world just assumes the Clintons did have it happen sure. or have it done. Sure. I mean, it. in all honesty, Clinton relationship with Epstein yeah. was old news. There's any right. number of it was people old that news. still in political power yeah. that were tied to him. I would say it's probably more likely one of them. Yeah. Because really, what what do the Clintons have to lose if he stayed alive? Other than possibly going to jail, right? they weren't going to lose any political power that they didn't already lose themselves. I was going to say they don't really have any <laughs> No, <laughs> at this point Clint, in time. <laughs> uh, Mr. Clinton, yeah. he looks like a zombie already. Yeah. He, He's yeah, time, probably not all there. I time mean, I don't has know. not I been can't kind, really speak on no. like, him personally sitting down and talking with someone, but the video clips he looks like he's just off in space in his mind i will say this like i've always wanted to sit down with bill clinton and like have a beer the man's brilliant he really is um i um i was man. uh oh no go ahead no no, no 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 that's all i was gonna say oh i was gonna say i was in a thrift store the other day and they had slick willy golf balls <laughs> <for sale. laughs> it's just outstanding bud Oh my God! Of it. Let's see what the what did the bo- side of the box says. It says the Slick Willie golf ball is a quality nitro. Oh. So you bought them? Oh, a good lie guaranteed. <laughs> no, I didn't buy them. I oh, have a picture of them. Oh, I see. Okay, a good lie guaranteed. A good lie guaranteed. God, I should have bought them, but they had them you priced up too high. That's One crazy. More no, it's not. I wonder what would happen if you met Bill Clinton. You presented him the sleeve of slick Willie golf balls, and you just wanted a fucking autograph. What would happen? Oh, I'm sure. I bet he would sign them. You think he would giggle, or uh, would he be like, "What the uh, hell is like this?" Like I said, I can't. I can't talk to his state of mind these days. Like as yeah. far as whatever might be going on with him, but I right. do think that, as far as I've seen, he has a sense of humor. So. I think that he would probably sign them or at least sure. get a laugh out of it if he yeah. didn't already. I'm sure he knows about them. Get a little chuckle out of there. His face is on the golf balls. so It's <laughs> outstanding. Just outstanding. I might go back and see if they're still there. <laughs> they had a couple <laughs> sleeves of them. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Now, I will say this, maybe, bro. Maybe. Well, no, it's not paranormal related. So this year I'm going to have a charity auction. Or a charity raffle, yeah. Where all the raffle funds go off to a charity or whatever. That's I've been cool. trying to think of stuff. Well, I'm gonna contact a bunch of businesses in the area, but I've been trying to think of stuff to like small stuff to throw in as well. But that wouldn't really fit. I mean, it'd be funny, but it wouldn't really be a fit for the event. Yeah. But I'll get them for myself. I think it'd be great. Oh my goodness! So. uh I do have another story. However, it's it's I only have one more story, in it, but it's quite lengthy. Um, I I don't know oh. if we even want to get into it. It is fairly controversial. I will say oh, that. Let's, let's do it. Okay, you're like, oh please. So I'm sitting around this evening, and I'm actually I'm, I'm chatting with my wife for the first time like all week long because I haven't literally haven't been able to even like see my wife all week. Um, 
So anyway, we're we're chatting, and then I get I get a text message from uh, Nick Groff, right? So he he goes, check this shit out. I was like, okay, and it was just a link, you know what I mean? And so I pull open the link, and here's this um, here's this freaking article. Now this article is fairly lengthy. It was written by a gentleman uh, whose name is Kenny Biddle. That's B I. D-D-L-E. I know that name. Yep. So he writes for uh, skepticalinquirer.org. Uh, he has a lot of uh, he has a lot of articles out there. He you know he likes to do a lot of uh, different things like what makes a K two meter work? How would this work in the in the world of the paranormal? You know, blah blah blah. Um, but yeah. He seems like a pretty straight shooting kind of guy. Now this, I've, I think, I'm pretty sure I've seen him as somebody you can book through one of these agencies. Oh, maybe for events. Maybe. I, I know that name. I recognize that name. Now look, all I'm going to do is read this article. There are some names in this article of people that I know. Um. It's like kind of a disclaimer here. I'm not in any way going to kind of like bash them, but I, I think this is important, and I'm sure a lot of people out there or whatever have, have seen this or heard rumblings of this anyway. But um, it's called the Ghost Rider Mystery. New developments in the Zach Baggins scandal. Um, as you may or may not have heard, there is a, a new book that came out, Ghost Hunting for Dummies. You know, the four dummies uh, line of books that they have, right? There's like plumbing for dummies. I thought that dummies. came out a while ago. Did, did an update come out or something? No, well, well, kind of. But yeah, so that book did come out a little while ago. But anyway, here we are. It says, on January 29th of 2020, my review of the book, Ghost Hunting for Dummies by Zach Baggins, was published. Much of the oh. article covered extensive suspected plagiarism from various uncredited sources, including almost an entire chapter taken from Joel Nichols' book, Camera Clues, a handbook for photographic investigation. Among other examples I provided, there was one from Troy Taylor. Troy is another big name in the paranormal community, but an author of various paranormal books. Um, I also mentioned that according to my findings, Taylor's work appeared to have been copied the most over 20 pages worth. Um, but if you haven't read the review, I suggest you head over to yeah, Ghost Hunting for Dummies by Zach Baggins and many others before proceeding. But regardless. Wait, so he wrote a Zach wrote a whole book that's just a review of this book? Nope. Nope. So what I'm saying is this guy, Kenny Biddle, wrote the review. And then found more of shit, okay. wrote a review of the book, found some very interesting shit, and then started digging. Okay. But it, so he found stuff in the book. You're talking so these correct. So in the book are in that book. Correct. So plagiarism, basically from start to finish. Basically, what he's suggesting is Zach Baggins had nothing to do with writing Ghost Hunting for Dummies. 
But his name's on the book. His name's on the book. His fucking face okay. is on the cover. I have not seen this. Okay. So, so you do know, know you are familiar with the Four Dummies series of books. Yes. Like, yeah, so there's like... I had no idea that they yes. had actual... I knew that they... Obviously, I knew that they had authors, but I didn't know that they right. had, like, authors on the book. I thought it was done by... Oh, like I a, see. No. group, like... Yeah. Um, I didn't know it was four dummies, whatever, blah, 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 four dummies by... Right. I just thought it... I didn't think that they list the author. I thought it was a collection of all kinds of stuff. I've never actually looked at any of those books, so I guess right. I didn't really know. So basically, what ends up happening here in this very, very long story? Um, it says an interesting twist development happened then on January 31st. So just two days after this initial review written by Kenny Biddle came out, right? Just I found two, it, yeah. Okay. So he's, stand, he's on the front cover with his hand out. Yeah, yeah. So just okay. two days yeah. later then, um, Zach Baggins posted... On his Twitter feed, quote, was great working with you at Troy Taylor 13 on Ghost Hunting for Dummies, reference guide, and thanks for clarifying all of this, along with an image of a typed page from Taylor himself. The page that is, or the thing or whatever in question here that Zach had posted, it just says, my name is Troy Taylor. I have authored more than 130 books on the paranormal over the course of the past 30 years. I would like to thank Zach Baggins for allowing me the opportunity to assist him in conducting research for his book, Ghost Hunting for Dummies. He says then, quote, A blogger recently claimed that Zach's book contains certain material of mine that he did not have permission to use. This is not true. I worked with Zach to publish this material, and, as with countless other celebrity reference books, I agreed to serve as an uncredited researcher. This is very common practice that, in this case, involved assisting Zach in the time-consuming process of gathering, compiling, and assimilating prior published research materials, including some of my own research and writings, and helping Zach incorporate them into his book. I take full blame for neglecting to appropriately attribute references to some of their sources. Owing to the extremely tight deadline given to Zach to finish this book, I must emphasize that this was not in any way Zach's fault. It was completely mine. The publisher is already printing new copies of Ghost Hunting for Dummies to ensure that appropriate credit is given. This is an amazing book. I highly recommend that everybody buy a copy and keep it handy as their go-to resource for all things paranormal. Troy Taylor, 2020. So that's what Troy said. Kind of uh, in response to where he references the blogger, right? And the blogger would yeah. be Kenny Biddle. Now, obviously... Kenny reaches out to Troy, you know, and is like, dude, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, anyway, basically what then, let's see. I, I'm trying to find the exact same or the, the thing here. To clarify that Taylor's work was indeed plagiarized, I specifically asked Taylor the following question. 
So he, or the ghostwriter, took your stuff prior to obtaining permission? Question mark. Taylor then replies, quote, yeah, but it all got sorted out. Now, by sorted out, he goes, I'm assuming he meant the settlement that he received. Because you probably recognize that Taylor admitted to me that his work had been plagiarized, taken without credit prior to permission being obtained, and he had to battle to then get a settlement. So basically what happened, and this this is a very, very long article. Like, he even reaches out. He goes, I'm a bit confused. You told me above that Zach or Ghostwriter used your material and had to battle for the settlement, which I didn't mention as, as I agreed. Now you're stating publicly that you're working with him from the start, so did you just lie to me? And just to clarify, are you acknowledging now that, you're plagiar- that you plagiarize the work of others? I just don't want to misrepresent you. Like, very, very pointed questions. I will say that uh, Biddle is kind of a hard ass. You know what I mean? Um, but, dude, it, it sounds to me like what happened is Troy initially probably called Zach on his bullshit. Zach wanted to clean it up, and apparently there was then a settlement that was reached, a monetary settlement, and then in a very public way on Twitter, Troy Taylor then made that statement, I take full blame for neglecting appropriately attribute references and blah, 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 right? Super fucked up. Super fucked up. So this this just keeps getting better and better. So yeah, there is a gigantic scandal going on with the whole ghost ghost hunting for dummies, which I'm sorry. Like even, I mean, just the title alone, I probably wouldn't even want to pick it up. You know? Like, don't yeah, get I mean, me wrong. Like the, the four dummies books have been around for years and they do quite well. I just, I don't know. I don't think I would ever pick it up anyway. Like, I don't know, man. No, I've, I, I collect a lot of paranormal books. Yeah, most for of sure. Most are older books. Um, yeah. The, the 70s. Exactly. Older than that, but. Like the good stuff, right? I do have several <coughs> newer books. Are you dying? I just. Are you okay? I don't know. Pumpkin. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Koopsick. Oh. I would, I would, however, probably not purchase this book because I don't know, and this I'm not trying to be, um, what's the word? No, I just don't know. I don't know. I, looking at the book, choosing what I want to buy, I, yeah. I don't know if I would take much away from that book. Doesn't matter who's writing it. Yeah, right, right. I, I don't know how much I would take away from that book. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, that's just it. It kind of implies, like, just the title alone would imply uh, you're not exactly taking this seriously. Does that make sense? I mean, you're not taking it as seriously as you potentially should. I don't know. I've never read one of those books. Um, But I hear they're quite good. Like, I mean, not to knock them at all. I do hear they're good. I just, I don't know. It's not for me, you know? But anyway, so I wanted to throw that out there. Now, there's 
just like tons more in the article that just kind of rips apart everything that Troy Taylor has said uh, and Zach Baggins has said and all of this stuff. So it is pretty interesting. So, yeah, I don't know, bud. I wanted to throw that out there because I was like, you know, Nick, he'll text every once in a while, but it's not that often. You know what I mean? And for him to just be like, dude, look at this shit. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, super bizarre. So, yeah, man. Um, Do you think that um, maybe this is conversation for after the break? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We're amongst Let's take friends. a break. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I don't know what you were about to say, but I was about to bring up something that we might talk about for a little bit. But. Okay, cool. Well, let's take a little break, and then we'll uh, come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Vidi Space is the home of anything you want from films, music, and original shows ranging from all different topics of true crime, the paranormal, conspiracy, and so much more. You have to see it to believe it. Created by Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff, Vidi Space is truly the future of entertainment. Join now for 15 days free and only $9.99 per month after that. Go to vidi.space. It's another cool. world. Everyone another come reality. to our world. I don't know if you want to come into our world, but it's pretty crazy. What's up, everybody? I'm Richard. And I'm Sean. And together, we are the duo that speaks the language of bromance every single Sunday. Since 2014, we have brought free funny to the podcasting world by entertaining millions. Because each week, we travel the world for odd stories and even odder events in history, you know, to play around with or improv around. We've brought tales of Emu's Fighting Man, the 70-year-old Ninja Fasai, and the Great Bigfoot War, just to name a few. We'll even discuss some of the best movies, TV shows, and even, you know, pitch our own movie or two. We've been featured as a podcast by the Smodco Pod U Group, and we have performed live at the Chicago Podcast Festival. So what you need to do is subscribe to The Language of Bromance wherever you get your podcasts and fill your ear holes every single Sunday. That's The Language of Bromance where we always say, why not? All right, peeps, welcome back. Here we go. So, Koopsik, you said you had a, you had a question. Well, I have an observation oh. that we can talk about. Okay. Have you ever started searching something in Google and the predictive text wouldn't pop up? As you're typing it in, that has happened a couple times. Yeah, well, you know, you know, like if you if you type in like um, I don't know something that they don't want the predictive text to pop up with porn. Um, sure. 
favorite celebrity nude. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. whatever. You know, type in whatever, and if, if, at some point it recognizes what you're doing, and it stops doing the predictive text. You got to type it out. I'm sure everybody's yes. experienced that. Yes. Well, I had an idea. I've been wanting to revisit some old stories recently. I've been thinking about the, on next week's episode. I want to revisit some old conspiracy stories that we just don't hear about. They kind of died and, you know, they, they came through and died and disappeared. I wanted to talk about the Boston bombing okay, and Sandy Hook and revisit what is going on with those now. I mean, what do you hear about the Boston bomber? today interesting do you know what's going on with him no. what happened with his trial what where he is no was he sentenced to be executed has that happened i don't think so i've been wanting to look that stuff up and i've been wanting to talk about it on the show so just just a wow. minute ago i was reminded of that so i yeah. went to google and i started typing in sandy this. hook conspiracy and as soon as you start typing in the word conspiracy the predictive text drops sandy hook con holy shit same with boston bombing conspiracy so it's the word conspiracy that Cons google drops now you you cannot it does not predict what you Whoa. It thinks you're going to say hang on check this out so i typed in c o n s the first thing the predictive text that comes up is Conspiracy theories now illegal. What? Yeah, I. I it I wouldn't be illegal. We need to dig into a little bit deeper. Um, huh. At least I, I want to start. I, I definitely next episode. I want to revisit these old episode. These old. Not old. They're not that old. They're not that old, but yeah. Conspiracy theories that people just don't talk about. When was the last time you heard anything about the Las Vegas shooting? Bro. And I know it's that been the a while. dead. Or at least the, the guy that we were told was the shooter is dead. But Correct. It's just gone from any discussion other than maybe shows like ours. So what the fuck? So here's a question. Because, I mean, you and I on the break were talking a little bit about the website. There was a website you have us listed on. Yes. And it is called what? It, it, well, it's not a website. It's an app called um, the Podcast Addict. Podcast app. Addict. And over the last week, right? The last week? Well, we, at least the last month. Okay, so we'll call it a month. So we went from roughly 400, 500 followers on there. Subscribers. Subscribers, there. excuse me, to then having 900, correct? Yes. So what the fuck happened in a month? How long? How long have we our... been on there prior to just this past month? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, so uh, they pick up our iTunes feed. So as long okay. as we've been on iTunes. Well, shit. But so I, I went to, I, I typed in Vegas shooter. Yeah. And then as soon as you start typing in the word conspiracy. It just drops. It drops. It. Dude. That's weird. So it's the word conspiracy. It is. It's the word conspiracy for whatever that, reason then. 
so it, does, it doesn't keep you from it doesn't keep you from well that we know of it doesn't yeah. filter it doesn't keep you from the actual search results they probably it's probably filtered can i try something real quick i'm so gonna I try typed something in vegas shooting conspiracy and the top post it's not an ad the top result is anatomy of a conspiracy theory an article on political from no- november yeah. 2018 yeah so i'm gonna try something real quick here sandy hook dude okay wow I went to DuckDuckGo, which is another search engine. It's very popular uh, with a lot of people. Uh, And even DuckDuckGo drops off on the word conspiracy. Maybe it's... Maybe it's... This might be a new... The phones. It might be a combination of the two. I mean, I have... Right now... Yeah, but I'm on my laptop right now trying this shit. Oh, yeah. This is messed up. They don't want people to look at that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. And I mean, I, I look, I can't necessarily say, oh, I blame them for that. You know, but Jesus. I also would suggest that if a person wants to search for, for something, they should be able to do that. No matter what the subject matter is, they should be able to uh, yeah, but know, I educate mean, themselves the search somewhere. engines are private companies, so they they uh, yeah. absolutely have the right to filter their content. God dang, man, that's that's kind of weird. It was an interesting thing. Yeah, well, I would totally agree with you. I think we should uh, revisit, like you said, some of this stuff. One of the first episodes I was on, the first conspiracy episode that I did with you. Yeah. was like a conspiracy mashup where we, we we talked about a bunch of different ones. I say we revisit several of these. We try to find out what's going on with them today. I, I like that idea. We'll have to dig into the annals of the ectoplasm show vault <laughs> and see what we could come up with here. But I like that idea. I think we should definitely I'm, do that. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. I think I think the boston bombing happened before the show's when was the boston bombing? oh man i, I uh, um let's take to google shall we <laughs> let's take to google april 15 2013 so it's definitely before ectoplasm show yeah is that that was a long time it ago. was it doesn't seem like it though does it no interesting my friend wow Traitors! Oh, he was sentenced to death. Oh, you got it up. I mean, Uh, sorry, poor choice of words. It says (laughs) he was sentenced to death. Um, Damn it! He's incarcerated at AXD Florence in, and then the nobody knows what that means. Nobody knows what that means. (laughs) I'm just being a dick, by the way. Oh my god. Just crazy, bro. Uh, um, incarcerated ADX Florence in Fremont County. Oh, he's at the Supermax. Supermax, you say? I think that's what the. I, well, yeah, because it's a, a federal facility in Colorado. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So what about the uh, what about the old coronavirus, my friend? Are you uh, you fearful at all? 
about um, this about this well, son of a bitch is, or what? If it's yeah. Um, I did not know. So we can do a follow up on this. I know more about the coronavirus now than I did before. <laughs> right. So right. the reason that article, when we talked about it, mentioned SARS several times is because SARS. Yes. Cor- so coronavirus is actually a generalized term for that type of virus, and SARS was a coronavirus. It was, I see. So SARS I was see. the particular name of that coronavirus. I don't know if I've seen the name of this coronavirus, but it's in the same vein as SARS, and that's why that article kept talking about SARS. Now, SARS was, for the most part, you know, the theories that why it didn't have a massive outbreak was because it killed its host too quickly, and the host was not... Um, contagious long enough to spread it to a lot of people. Jesus. This one is completely different. You are contagious for two weeks before you show your first symptom. What? So everybody, not everybody, Bro. so this is something else that I learned. Due to DNA, discre- not discrepancies, but due to the differences in DNA over the population, yeah. any outbreak... Even massive pandemic outbreaks, unless it's something that's never been seen on the planet before, will only kill about a third to half of the population on the planet. The other people may get sick, but their DNA is different enough that it won't kill them. Wow. So it wouldn't be, but the problem with that is if it kills off a third or a half of the population and the economy collapses, everybody's going to die anyways. Yeah. But... The two-week thing where you're contagious and you don't even know it for two weeks Dude, until you scary. have your first cough. It could Dude. It's only been... I know that the, the virus started a little while ago. Yeah. But it, it's only been thought to possibly be in the United States less than two weeks. Right. So well, I will say this. Have it. The infections in China now surpass 20,000. Well, and that's the number that the Chinese, the communist government of China is right. telling us. And that's exactly. Do you think that that's accurate numbers? No. I would there's, say that they're coming in below the mark on that. There's um, videos online. Yeah, yeah. there are videos online. But... People in China, though they are very censored and don't, they know how to get stuff out of the country. Oh, of course. Digitally and stuff. There's videos online of people in rooms yeah. in their apartment getting, they are in there getting welded in because they're sick by the people, the other people in the buildings Jesus. welding their doors shut. And there's also video of people outside those doors taping them you know videotape videoing them welding the doors shut it's that like scary and there's a report from leaked from the chinese government that is a reported leak from an insider that they've already decided which 11 cities to save if they have to they're restricting that. all travel within the country. They already do that, but they're doing that even more. And there's tw- there's 11 sites. Most of them cities are, 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 are 11 cities and or military places that they've already decided that 
this is what we need to survive as a country. That is a terrifying thought. To think that they... They're able to... Well, no, to think that they're reporting the full extent of this is... There's even, there's even, of course, there's already crazy, um, not crazy, but there's already conspiracy theories about this, how it was actually like Canadian spies that may have released this on accident. Um, there's within the last year, there have been multiple Chinese spies caught in medical facility, research facilities around the world. Oh, my God. Well, you know the Chinese steal all of their technology. It's all stolen. It's all yeah. stolen and then remanufactured and built upon. Sure. So why would it be any different with stuff like this? That When this stuff first started coming out, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. Right, neither But the fact I. that one of the first stories that I saw, this town, the, the city that, that it started in, in the center of that city, there just happens to be a level four research facility for um, viruses and apparently they're still on their website from some time ago a job posting for a scientist to come in and manipulate a virus such as this to make it um, last longer in mice something like that I don't that's verbatim let but me, they have a job posting on their site, apparently, at that time, at one time within the last week, but it's from before that they never took down, maybe down now. But that was looking for a scientist to come in and specifically work with a virus like this. So let me just ask, because what, why would you even need such a position in the first place? Why would you need that form of knowledge? Like well, unless you know, this it, was it, unless this was to be weaponized, you wouldn't need that information. Well, their argument, and I haven't seen this argument out of them, but I can guess that their argument would be: we need to be pre- preemptive for something like this to happen, or in case something like this happens anyway. <laughs> yeah, this isn't this isn't the first coronavirus, right? Like I learned this week, right? Um, they knew that this was a possibility of happening again and i learned this from another show there is something have you ever heard of a wet market <laughs> no what <laughs> what is it so it's something it's within the chinese culture okay and there's a there's a booming middle class wet in the market. chinese culture that wants to that has lots of money now that wants to try to live like the upper class has for a long oh. time. Okay. And one thing in their culture that has always been upper class is you eat weird food. Sure. You eat weird food, you find weird food from all over the planet, exotic animals, right. and you eat them. Right. And it's a status thing. Now, did well, now this... that there's a, a growing growing class of people that can afford that kind of stuff, these what they call wet markets are popping up everywhere. Well, they'll have oh. animals from all over the world in cages next to each other. Jesus. That they would never be next to each other in the wild. And, they, and that's when 
these viruses jump species because they have access, and then Damn. something mutates. That's how SARS started. Right. That's how they believe this one started. I was going to say, somebody mentioned something about eating, was it a snake or something like that? Yes, but the snake wouldn't be the origin of it. It would no. have started at something else. Correct. Which is kind of messed up. So you're having to trace everything backward. <sighs> Man. So no, no matter, like, it could, this all could be scary conspiracy theories. Maybe, it, but it at the same time, this could, be, this could be, this could be, I. this could be like Resident Evil for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? Like, this is that, really weird. Yeah. That same show that I was listening to, he actually, the, one of the hosts used to be a, um, a biochemist. That's what he went to school for. Oh, That's shit. what he graduated for. That's what he became. Okay. And now he makes enough money to be a podcaster full time. What? That's um, amazing. What's that like? <laughs> but <coughs> he has friends in that field, and he said he's heard from his friends yeah. in that field that know people in that field in China and in hospitals in China who said that they're just wheeling bodies out the back door and burying them. Dude, it's that no, bad. No. So who knows what's going on? Of course the Chinese government is going to tell us. Is it going to start? They're not going to say If it makes it here, are we not going to be prepared for it? Because we didn't know what was actually going on over there? So apparently, apparently, and I just saw this on the news, there was like 20 different different, uh, potential cases of this on their way from China and they're taking them to what's called Camp Ashland. It's in Ashland, Nebraska. So, I mean, right right in the middle of fucking everything, basically. I mean, only a couple hours away, I think, if that, from here. Um, pretty weird. But they're taking them there for like a quarantine type of situation, I would assume. So it's here, like whether you you know it you or know, not, like it's here. Could be hyping everything up because it that's could what the news does. It could be nothing. Right. It could be like SARS, where yeah. it just dies out soon. God, I hope that's the case, my friend. But to, to think that we don't have the potential to have a pandemic because of science these days, oh, no. it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it could absolutely happen, and that's what's weird and scary about it. I don't know, man. Most likely, not that it couldn't come from anywhere else. Yeah. But most, one of the big culprits in the world could be an area, it could be come out of Asia. A lot of them do. Sure, sure. So, I mean, very dense population, too. It can do a lot of damage really quick. I mean, technically, it could come from anywhere. Yes. So, after SARS... The, the Chinese government cracked down on those markets. But then, like everything else, after a little time passes, they pop yeah. back up again. Sure. Man, it's just getting crazy, though. Absolutely crazy. Are you scared? Mm, I mean, it is what it is. What am I going to do about it? Come snuggle. I don't want to get sick and die. No, nobody does. I, did, I didn't go to the rally here in Kansas City for the Chiefs, but I didn't go because of that um yeah 
though that would have been the perfect breeding ground. It probably would have been. Yeah, how about them Chiefs, uh, my friend? Huh? Yeah, it did. It looked like it wasn't going to happen, dude. I'm just I glad that it actually did. That they, though that they lost. I so I woke up. I had a dream the night before. So <laughs> so on the two um, playoff games. Yeah, it's just me and my wife and our dogs watching the games. Okay. And we had invited a few people over to watch the Super Bowl. And I had a dream that they lost because we had invited people over. So I woke up that morning convinced that they weren't going to win. And it was looking like it for most of the game. Dude, it was, wasn't it? Then they finally decided to, like, show up in the fourth quarter. It was amazing. I never, ever thought I would see that in my lifetime. Dead serious. But, yeah. Did you tell your wife about, about your dream? I did. I woke up and I told her. She's she like, why would you tell Yeah, me why that? would you tell her that? Yeah. <laughs> I know she's a big Chiefs fan. Man, it's crazy. Crazy, my friend. All right. Yeah, the city, like, the city blew up almost Dude. literally that night. Oh, I guess it sounds as like. that last uh, first down happened. Yeah. There were explosions. Like fireworks and shit. Yeah. No, I mean, there was fireworks everywhere. Literally, you step outside, <laughs> and either the entire city is being overrun by zombies, because there was screaming <laughs> everywhere. Oh, the geez. whole na- like the whole city, people were just out in their yards screaming, screaming. and Love yelling. It. Yeah. And we, we joked about it. We were like, <laughs> we're happy, or somebody's like, there could be a zombie attack going on and we wouldn't even know it sounded the same and there were explosions that shook the entire jesus. neighborhoods meth labs blowing up everywhere huh? jesus christ yeah. <laughs> now i saw some video man and like fireworks and all the like really really big fireworks going off um i mean it looked like a hell of a good time it really did but jesus you got dogs or sleeping babies you know what i mean that's pretty much screwed so yeah it's crazy stuff though but i'm happy happy i finally got to see a chief's super bowl victory it's pretty outstanding you got anything else for the good peeps my friend um i was i did have another story but i don't even feel like doing it at the moment <laughs> You're like, fuck this <laughs> We're all gonna die. We're anyways. all just gonna die. That's what it is. That's what happens, we bro. We title this episode: um, "Does Epstein have the coronavirus?" I like it. I think we should do that. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Whatever. We got a phone call. We got a phone call. They didn't leave a message. <laughs> it's actually, the, the, all right. We have a couple phone calls. Well, I tell you what. But we gotta. We did leave, one of them left a four second message of just blank air. So they actually oh. had the phone on. I thought it might uh, be another one of those weird messages uh, from from Jenna, wasn't it? That said, "But six. Wasn't I it like that? Heard from her in a while. I'm telling you, bud. Actually, her you. show is gone too. I went to Podbelly.com. Yeah, and looked at the different shows on there um, before we got on here, and I actually clicked on her show. And there's nothing on there anymore. Damn it. So I tell you I what. Know, I know what happened to her. Well, I am going to try something real quick. And I, you know what? Maybe this will solve our little, uh, maybe this will solve our issues. I don't know if it will, 
But if you go over to podbelly.com, check them out anyway. Check out some of the shows that they have on there, okay? Um, Graveyard Tales, Breakers Podcast, all things Star Wars, uh, Art and Jacob do America, like good stuff, guys. But let them know that we sent you over there, right? Now, also over there, though, they have that really cool learning tab. I'm going to reach out to some Podbelly peeps and see if they can fix this little conundrum that we have going on over here with the sound. So we'll see. But cruise over to podbelly.com. Like I said, if you want to learn anything, guys, these are the people to to learn from. That is for damn sure. So cruise over to podbelly.com. Let them know that we sent you. And yeah, man. Other than that, anything else for the good peeps? Are you just you just done? You still you still I was actually I text I sent a text to Jenna to see if she's still alive. Oh, that was nice of you. Um I mean, did you actually say, are you still alive? <laughs> uh, maybe. I have to look maybe at it I again. <laughs> um, so, lots of lots of uh, stuff coming up with Casey Paracon. Yes. This year. It lo- it's looking like we will have at least four, if not more, investigations available after, for after hours events. But as well as um, we may also have like a, I don't know the details. I don't want to get them too wrong. But there's yeah. a paranormal bus tour thing. That sounds fun. That you get to ride around on the bus and tour some places. That sounds paranormally. great. Paranormally. <laughs> paranormally. <laughs> paranormally. I. I yeah. It's a new fucking word, bud. Good work. I'm proud of you. I don't think it's a real word. I think, it's going to be it's now. Get word. those bastards from Webster's on the phone. Come on. Man. Let's get them on the phone. It'll be fine. Hopefully, um, we will have some of the Podbelly people at KC Paracon. That'll be cool. I know that uh, Graveyard Shift was planning on booking one this year, but they're waiting at the moment because they have a short film, a horror short film that's blowing up in the like the short film Nice. Uh, festivals so yeah. they wanted to make sure that they didn't double book themselves because if they have smart. something that they go to something like a festival or whatever they didn't but they might still i believe that the sk guys are thinking about coming out all of them i hope wow this year. so that could be huge we uh they definitely are sponsoring kansas city paracon again again so yes. hopefully this year they will I'll make it out. Not that one or two of them is not great. We had a great time last time. Amazing last year. bunch of dudes. Very nice gentlemen. But Jenna is alive. Hey, all right. She doesn't know why her shows aren't on there anymore. I guess she's got to look into it. She's going to look into that. It still oh, has the, the cover art, so it's not like she got dropped from the network, but okay. her episodes are not on there. Damn it. But go, go, everybody go email Podbelly and ask them to fix it. Yeah. Be like, hey, what the hell? (laughs) Cool, cool. All right, peeps. Well, we are going to let you go. And we will talk to you next week. We're going to talk conspiracy theories next week. I hope everybody's doing great. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out.